and welcome to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, the Mindset Hacker. So wherever you are today and whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this, settle in and enjoy the ride. Um, the main hub about yeah. your main product range, which is Shapley's, about your team, what you've been up to, how you got into it. Um, we were having a little chat earlier and you said to me, Liam was the main reason that yes. you are doing what you do there. And there is always someone, isn't there? There is yeah. always someone. Yeah. So, I don't know whether to thank, thank him or blame him, but we'll see. <laughs> okay, well, you could do both. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about the main hub and about Shapley's and just give us a little bit of an overview of what you do first. Okay, so the main hub, we are the distributors for Shapley's products. So if you're not familiar with Shapley's, it's uh, an American company. Um, it's been going for over 80 years um, and they do a full range of products from shampoos to color enhancers. One of the main products that they do and the first product that was ever created uh, was MTG. So MTG is for any sort of skin condition, but it's also great for growing hair. So there's a really good range there. So it's for whether you're into showing, we sponsor a lot of show riders, but whether you're a happy hacker, showing events and dressage, whatever it is that you do, there is something, you know, there for you. So the main hub acts as the distributor. So we obviously bring it all in from the States. But we also have our own website. So predominantly, we're all about Shapley's and we promote Shapley's. But we do have other products as well. So, for example, if you go to the website and you're buying some shampoo, maybe you'll want a sponge or you'll need a scrubbing brush. So we have the accessories there as well. And we will increase that. You will see over time. We tend to use products, sell products, I should say, that we've used, that I've tried and I think this is amazing. And that actually is how I became the distributor for Shapley's. Um, so you will see the range grow, but predominantly, you know, we are kind of, if you like, the UK face for Shapley's grooming products. Sorry, I was muted there. So tell us, <laughs> see, even we go, I've been doing, I don't know, I think this is my 32nd or something, one of these. And oh, wow. Every now and again, the techno <laughs> gets me. <laughs> yeah. um, so tell us a little bit more about what it is that you love about the product. So they were in America. Like, how on earth did you come across them then? So years ago, maybe five or six years ago, um, I have felt ponies and obviously they have a lot of hair, a lot of mane, a lot of feather. And a very good friend of mine, Liam Priestley, I had been saying, oh, she's had a fell mare at the time. She's rubbed out some of the mane. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he said, you need to try Shapley's MTG. And at that point, I hadn't heard of it. So I was like, OK, what's that? So I went online and really struggled to find it. But I did. I did get hold of some and I tried it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I've tried a lot of other products but this actually worked. So I was like, this is crazy. Now at the time I had a full-time job in sales for, for quite a big FMCG company. And this product was just so good. I was like, why do people not know about this? So I contacted Shapley's in America and I was like, right, I need to, you know, get hold of this stuff. And there was a different distributor at that time. And they put me onto them. And I set up just selling to the end user to start with. Um, and the more people try, I used to say to people, and I still do, to be fair, just try one product in the range. You know, I'm not suggesting that you go out and buy everything. But until you're confident and you're familiar with the brand, just try one product. And it just started from there. So people would come back to me and go, oh my God, this is like a miracle in a bottle. And I'd be like, I told you. And I was really passionate about it and I still am. And I think the reason being, because it really, really does work. And for me, I mean, I actually left my job in the end and I had a very good job, but I was just, it was it was like I had a mission to tell people, you need to be using this. I'm, 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 I'm serious when I tell you how good it is. And then other people tried it and they were like, oh my God, it is amazing. And then I promoted it and promoted it. And I, I worked closely with Shapley's for, for years, actually, before I got the, um, the actual agreement to be their distributor. Um, 
and they have been so supportive of me. I mean, they have been fantastic. Um, Sally, who is the marketing director, she comes over two or three times a year to do the shows to support me. Um, and I think if you're passionate about something and you really believe in it, I think that comes across. And I think when people meet me and I talk about it and they go away and they try it and they're like, oh my God, yeah. And that to me is so important. And I'm as, a, as, as passionate now as I was when I started and it's got to be coming about five years or so that I've been working with them. So we're obviously doing something right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And that passion really does drive you forward, doesn't it? And so, I mean, every company, it's all very well saying you've got a passion for it and things, but you do have to have firstly something that people want, something that works, you know, something that's going to live the test of time, which clearly this stuff does. Um, but how passion alone won't get you over challenges. It won't get you over, it doesn't pay your mortgage passion alone. No, so no. how is it that you have managed to develop this into being now your full-time role from what was a great job? Yeah. Um, because passion is going to drive you, of course it is. But sometimes there's times when it's not always there, that passion, is it? Like sometimes yeah. it does wane a little. So how have you managed to keep going through everything, really, especially at the moment? Yeah, um, I'm really quite stubborn, you know. Um, and I, I just feel that I've worked really, really hard. Um, and I've given this my absolute all. Um, and I think, it, I know people talk about mindset and I'm, I'm no expert on it at all. Um, and it is something I should read up on a, a bit more. But I do believe that that has a massive, you have to just keep going. I mean, yes, we've had some really tough times. Now is a prime example for us. Um, we've missed three big shows this year. Um, and that is our opportunity to talk to customers. So instead of me sitting at home thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, people aren't out competing, so they're not backing the horses. You know, I just thought, right, okay, now is my time to give something back. Um, and that's when I decided I was going to do the virtual shows. So the virtual shows were, we were doing in hand ridden, which we've done both of. I wanted to do something a bit different. I wanted it to be as near to a real show as possible. And that was really, really important to me. I didn't want people to just put pictures on. I wanted people to get the show gear on, you know, to get the horses ready, um, to go out there, to do a show, to get somebody to record it, to be part of something. Um, and I had um, contacted Equilibrium Products um, and obviously Shepherds as well. Um, and asked them if they wanted to sponsor them. So the first one was sponsored by Equilibrium, the second one, Shapley's. And when you get companies of that size supporting someone like me, who there is me, you know, I am the main hub, um, it just makes you want to fight that little bit harder for what you've got. And you've got to believe in yourself. I mean, there's so many times I could have gone, I can't do this anymore. Um and I'd be lying if I, if I said there are times where I think, what am I doing? You know, I've had a really good job. I could go back into that company car, blah, blah. But there's no buzz like when it's yours and you've grown it. And you, you know, when I go to a show and I talk to people and, you know, they oh, I love this product and, and thank you so much to the main hub. And some of the um, messages, the emails and the pictures that I got back from that show we're actually getting me quite emotional because people were from the heart literally saying to me, thank you so much. And that just made me think, do you know what? I, I just feel like I've given something back. I mean, also we did, we managed, which I was so pleased to raise over 300 pounds for the NHS, um, which I thought was fantastic. So it kind of ticked all the boxes. And at a time where I was feeling a bit, you know, we lost, uh, Royal Windsor was cancelled, unfortunately, and international. And I just thought, oh, you know, I, I love meeting my customers. I, I love meeting my existing customers and I love meeting new customers. But that virtual show just allowed me to, to focus. I think you have to focus on something. Um, and it's got to be positive because otherwise, you know, you will 
find yourself in a position where you think, what am I doing? And I just thought, no, too many years, too much work, stubborn. I'm just carrying on with this and I'm going to get through it. And I am very, very determined. Um, and I think you just you just have to keep going, even though you don't know how. You get up every morning, you do it, you carry on. And, I, and things, you know, are turning slowly. Some of our products at the minute are slower than others. Um, but that's the great thing about our range because there's something for everyone. So you might not be showing, but you might still have an itchy pony, in which case we've got the products for you. So it's all about thinking, right, things have changed. What? are my customers needing now what do they want there's no point and I think that this comes from a sales background you've got to understand what your customer needs because if you don't understand that what is the point like there'd be absolutely no point in me talking about a product that was really relevant to people that show when there's no shows so you have to just take a step back and go okay so what might my, my customers want and ask them, you know, I'm really lucky in that, you know, on social media, my customers, followers, you know, whatever you would call them, are actually really, really supportive of what I do. And I feel, you know, with the, the workers show I was talking about before, I've just put it on Facebook. This is what I'm thinking. Tell me what you think, because I want to include people, you know, I, I want, I've kind of, people have come on this journey with me and I just feel I don't know, it's, is it a cliche to say we're like a family, maybe going a bit far, but, you know, I have got some really, really loyal supporters and I think that helps. So you've just got to keep going. So, and I love the fact that that's an absolutely beautiful example of so many great things. So entrepreneurial spirit of this idea of like, you just got to keep going regardless. Like you, just, you, you never know if you're just that one step away from things really pivoting and changing in a great way. And I think what this situation has done is it's certainly made those of us that are in business by ourselves, whether we're small teams or whatever, really be creative. Yeah, absolutely. Massively creative. And also what you were saying is, you know, if you really know your customers and the great thing about getting to know your customers is you have had the chance to meet them at the shows and you've had that. So you've gotten to know them. And the, the wonderful thing about social media is you can get that feedback, can't you? And you can yeah. find out what they want, even virtually. And but keeping your core values at heart, you know, what is it that I love? What is it that they love? What can I do for them? Allowed you to do something that is totally different to anything you'd have done before um but makes you feel good yeah absolutely so yeah no it's it's a fabulous it's it's been a really it's been so fascinating hearing how people have changed their businesses or done something different or done something temporarily because we know this will at some point pass you yeah, know it's, it's it's heading there um so what can you keep doing to provide value for your customers and it's not about pushing product is it not no. at all no. And it never is really, is it? I mean, you're from a sales background. It's not about pushing products, is it? What is it about for you, really? Um, for me, I think it. You, you, I could talk to you now all day long about our products, but if I don't know what horses you've got, what you do, what you know, do they suffer with anything? What do you want to achieve? I'm just talking at you, and I try. I, you know, on social media, to a certain degree, you have to put a lot of content out there. And to some people, it's not relevant. You know, you can't talk to everybody. But what you said before is so true. At the show, it allows me that one-on-one. -on -one. So I have a good understanding now of owners of coloreds. You know, what do they need? What do they go through? You know, so I can talk quite knowledgeably about that because also we, we sponsor Sue Ellen Shuttleworth, who is the, the, you know, the queen of the coloured. So if there's anything I'm not sure about, I just ring Sue Ellen and ask her. But you have to, you have to kind of put your customer first. You have to really think, you know, about what they want, what are their needs. You know, this is at a time now where there's a lot of, customers who have got their own worries going on you know with uh, covid and with their own jobs and, and different things and i think 
you just have to move. You, you can't be stuck in your ways. Yeah, I think as an entrepreneur, one of the things I think we're all quite good at is things change. We don't have time to, to kind of think things through. Like a big organisation can't turn something around. We can. And for me, you've got to be able to do that. You've got to think, right, okay, well, you know, this year's marketing was all about showing and doing this, 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 and this, right? That's not happening. So actually, the weather's really bad at the minute. The midges are really bad. Are my customers suffering? You know, are their horses suffering from sweetage? In that case, we need to be talking to them about this, this, this. You've got to be willing to change. I think you've got to listen to them as well um and just understand what their needs are because if you don't understand your customers needs what you know how can you sell them something that that when I sell somebody something for me it's a long-term thing so I will sell you something that I know will be good for your horse to the point where you'll be like oh my god that was amazing and then you'll come back and you'll say right what else have I got um and I've been doing that from the start and it obviously works because people come to me at the show and go, oh, last year, you know, you told me to get da, 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 and I've been buying this. And, and the thing is, as well, because we are the distributors for Shapley's, we sell Shapley's into all the stores. So I feel a massive responsibility for not just the main hub, but for all my trade customers to ensure that the consumer knows about our products. So that's why I'll do so much marketing and work so hard to push the product so that if someone goes into a store, you know, and they're like, oh, which colored shampoo? They'll understand a little bit why ours is different. You know, so, so there's quite a lot to it. Um, no day's ever the same, no day's ever boring. Um, and you've got to work so hard, you, you just can't. I think one of the, hardest things about having your own business is the hours that you have to put in I mean it really is non-stop but then you know I look back and I think you know we're doing well we've just to hear just the fact that I'm here and you want to talk to me says right well I must be doing all right if people are even remotely interested in my story so thank you <laughs> you're very welcome I think people just love hearing about people and there's something so inspiring about everyone that's got a business even if the yeah. business isn't actually seen to be successful I mean yours obviously is but you know it, uh, there's still something inspiring about it they've given it a go they're learning something you know they're they're changing there so yeah I just I mean I love it I think it's just fascinating finding out about what people do, what makes yeah. them tick. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more then. You've mentioned before your team and how important they are. So tell us yeah. a little bit more about the team that you've developed around you over the years. And and it and this is the thing, isn't it, with a small business? If, when we think of teams in corporates, we think of, you know, employees, teams doing other things, part of the organisation. But our teams are very rarely employed by us, but they're very much part of our team, aren't they? So tell us yeah, a little absolutely. bit about your extended team. So... I mentioned Liam before, um, Liam Priestley, again, is pretty much the reason why all this happened for me. Um, so we've got um, Liam and uh, Ashley Bird. So Liam and Ashley have uh, other jobs as well, um, but they're a massive, massive part of what we do. And they're such characters um, and they're so good for the, for the brand, for Shapless and the main hub, because they'll take the time to talk to people explain what they do you know what they use and they're so approachable I think sometimes with the bigger names although they are completely approachable and you could speak to anyone that we sponsor I think sometimes people feel a little bit nervous possibly about doing that um so we've got Ashley and, and Liam and we've got a nice mix as well because Ashley is um does all the workers so he's you know been to Hoy's um one at Hoy's uh, then we also have um I mentioned Sue Ellen so Sue Ellen again I, you know I was calling the queen of the colours because there's nothing that Sue Ellen doesn't know about the, the, the colours um again you couldn't get a nicer more helpful person I mean I can ring up and say you know Susie can you just help me with a video um, and she'll be like, yeah, fine, come down. Nothing's ever too much trouble. Um, 
and the other thing is with with our um riders they all genuinely love the products so with susie we actually gave susie some product to try before she wanted to to work with us which i thought was fantastic because it just showed that she wanted before she put herself you know forward to work with the brand she wanted to make sure you know she was happy with it um we've also got um david jinx uh, and adam forster who are just like the show pony supremos their, their turnout i mean even now you know when we go to a show or i just look and they really are masters of it i mean they really just breathtaking i mean their ponies come out and you just can't fault them they're so beautifully turned out um again super super helpful uh they'll answer questions in fact last year at the royal international we there was one morning where they mustn't have been in the class so david and adam came and it was really funny because there was people coming in and, and going but then people were coming in and asking questions and David and Adam were sort of saying, right, this is what we do. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, we were literally getting pushed out of the stand because there was that many people wanting to ask them, how do you do this? How do you do that? Because it's all right saying, you know, you, you can use the oils for, you know, hot cloth. But there's a lot of people that don't know what hot cloth is. And that's what we try and do. It's about videos. It's about education. You know, you need to understand how the product works and use it correctly. And they 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 are amazing. And then obviously we also have um the Huds. So Alistair Hood and Ollie Hood. Again, I mean, you just for to have a team so well respected and high up within the showing community for me is just massive and sometimes i literally do pinch myself i mean we'll be sat there and at the uh, royal international we normally have a prosecco evening and all the riders come and then i remember standing back and we had the hoods and then we'll have liam and ashley and like day you know everybody there and you just think <laughs> it's just wonderful you know to be supported by people and not just that so when i wanted to do the virtual show I like I said I wanted it to be as near to the real thing as possible so I just gave them all a quick ring and said look I'm thinking of doing this is there any chance you'd judge for me every single one straight away yeah of course I'd love to so you know they had to sit in some cases and watch in just in one class 30 odd videos so when we'd done the in hand I was like oh uh, I wonder if they'll mind doing the riddance so I thought well do you know what I'll just ask so I rang them and said any chance you'll do the ridden? And all of them again were just like, yeah, absolutely. Alistair judged um, the championship in, in both shows. And to hear people come back and say, like, oh my God, I can't believe Ollie Hood, you know, judged my class. And, and Ollie also did, um, well, actually, I think all of them did a video um, on something that was relevant. So it Ashley did, um, a ridden one. Uh, Ollie did one on how to stand your horse up correctly. And it was really, really interesting, the feedback that came back from that. And it's something that I'd like to do more of. Um, and I think with sponsored riders, if you work as a team, like I feel we do, it's just such a fabulous partnership. I will promote all of our riders, they will promote us. Uh, so many times people will, I had somebody ring me actually a couple of weeks ago and said, oh, um, Alistair was telling me about the MTG on, for one of my horses. Da, 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 da. And I, I just think that's what your teamwork is about. But they have to believe in the product for them to put their names to it. And again, that kind of highlights to me what fabulous products they are. Um and I just, I think I get, I do get a lot of support like that, the riders and chaplains. And you almost feel sometimes when going back to, you know, when you get a bit like, oh, this is all too much. You look at the support around you and you think, no, actually, I can keep, you know, doing it. And you've just got to just keep on, you know, doing it. And I know that I think David has been and Adam have been to a show now. So that's 
a little bit of normality kind of coming back. Um, but your team, if you've got a good team around you, I think it's really important, really important. And how did you go about getting that, Tina? So we know that Liam obviously came to you yeah. the opposite uh, way to normal. So <laughs> what about the other guys? So um, we, Liam and Ashley were already uh, friends and they were familiar with the product. So that, you know, that went hand in hand. Alistair, we, I think we've worked with Alistair now for about five years. And again, that was us introducing the products to him. Um, David and Adam had tried the products, loved them and came to us. So the day I got that message, I can't tell you, I was like a little kid. I was like, I don't believe this team Jinx wants to work with us. It was just amazing. So um, obviously you're not know, gonna turn that opportunity down. And then what I tried to do was have somebody in each kind of section so for me i would say ashley for your workers um then very much with david and adam beautiful show ponies quartermarks platinum that type, type of stuff um alistair and ollie for me just you know the best team to have on board the knowledge the experience they also um we've done two win a day with now we did win a makeover with team jinx uh, and we did win a day with alistair hood with uh, a magazine they went so well and then with sue ellen she brought very much that colored traditional because we knew from doing the shows and talking to customers that people with the colours, you know, how do I get the wee stain out? How do I look after feather? How do I do? So we know the questions. And to have somebody like Sue Ellen on board, who has been doing it for years at the top level, um, just seemed like a really natural choice. So I actually approached um, Sue Ellen and, and took some stuff and said, will you try this? And then can we have a conversation? Um, and she absolutely loved it. And she came back and said, yeah, definitely want to get on board. And we've worked with them all ever since and and hopefully we'll continue to to do so so yeah awesome so it just goes to show doesn't it that you can approach it from loads of different angles absolutely um, and if you've got a great product and you believe in that great product or service you know yeah. it doesn't have to be a, a product as such um then go for it you know find yeah. the people out there that already love it that's always good yeah um and approach the ones that you'd love to have on your team and see if they want to give it a go absolutely. because if you believe in it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, I mean, it's all about getting your horse looking and feeling good, really, isn't it? Yes. Product? Yeah. Um, and so what would you say then would be some of your top tips that you've picked up over the years that you think, oh, do you know what? That, that's brilliant. What a great tip. Yeah. I think one of the... Um, questions we get asked the most has got to be around things like stains and you know we colored tails and and we do have products for that i think the message i always try and get across to people with a stain with a light colored horse is the sooner you treat that stain the easier it will be if you're leaving a stain on for two three days it's getting into the shaft of the hair it's going to be harder to get out um, keep on top of it. You know, easy out is literally a spray. You don't need water. You spray it, you wipe, you're done. Um, and again, you know, with tails, things like, you know, we, we don't sell tail bags, but if you can get one, use a tail bag. Um, my biggest, <laughs> my biggest pet hate, I have to say, um, has got to be things like washing up liquid. And I hear it time and time again. Um, and I can't stress enough how bad it really is for your horse's skin. And people say, well, I've done it for 20 years and never had a problem. And I understand that. But I would say in 20 years, the chemicals have probably changed. Um, and also, just because you haven't necessarily seen a reaction, that doesn't mean to say it's not detrimental to the, the health of your horse's skin. Because it is, because it strips the oils. There's no way, you know, of, of getting around that. It just does. Um, and sadly, you know, we do hear a lot of, I hear, I use neck curtain whitener, I use 
um, polish, you know, furniture polish. I use this, and they're just not made, not even not for horses' skin. They're just not made for skin. And you know, if you wanted to use something like that, if you had to, I'd just say if you can you if you can wash a baby in it, then you should be all right. But horses' skin is is different. You know, you've got to start thinking about pH balance uh, and stuff like that, and also. With these products, sometimes what happens is it will strip the stain out, but it just leaves it open and porous. So all that happens is it just attracts more dirt and then it becomes even worse, even quicker. Um, so my kind of top tip is grooming. I mean, the main hub, we do a, a range of grooming brushes as well um, under a, a brand called Equishine. Um, I think people need to go back I think as well to, to groom more um, because it does make a big difference you know it does help with the natural oils in the skin um, for light coloured horses just keep on top of those stains you know it's really tough when someone will say okay the tail is orange what can I do um, anything that strips it out that quickly I would be questioning you know what's in it um, just keep on top of it and, and only use products for horses. That would be my kind of top tip. You want to keep them in, in good health, healthy skin, healthy coat. Um, we do a range of uh, oils. We do two oils, I think, with one of ours. I always say to people, it is an oil, so I wouldn't put it on in the sun. However, what I would do is... I would use it as part of your grooming routine. I think sometimes what people can do is they go into a show and they'll put it on just before a show. The best way, when your horse comes off that wagon, you already want it looking stunning, gleaming, healthy skin, beautiful coat. The best way to do that is the prep at home. And it's all about keeping on top of it. If you went to any of the yards for any of our riders, you would see that when they've ridden, um, they'll tend to just wipe over with the oil and they'll do and a small amount, you know, but they'll do that a couple of times a week. And that's why when you go to their yards and you look over the stable door, even though they're not going to a show, you'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. You've just got to keep on top of it, you know, and that would be don't use anything that's not for horses. If you get immediately groom and just keep on top of it. Great, fabulous tips because I have a large grey <laughs> who's currently doing his very best to look like his friend who yes. is Turbiano and has very much decided the people would look as great. And he gets yeah. every single, I don't go up every day, but I go yeah. up five, four, five times a week. Every time I am there, he gets the poo stains wiped off because, yeah. you know, as much as he stands in the washroom like, God, am I in here again? It's like, yes, you are because you yeah. have yet again covered yourself in poop stop doing it you have to get washed you have to. one day you might understand this i don't think you will <laughs> but that's why easy out is such a fabulous product because you don't need to go in the wash box you do it in your stable you literally have a clean cloth spray it on white and the other thing is i mean i have felt my fell's black when he's dusty and dirty i will literally just spray him with easy out and go over him and that is it job done so it's an all-round product. A lot of people use it, you know, on the colours, especially before they go in the ring, if they've done a poo or clean it up. But for me, it's a maintenance product for any coloured horse that just allows you to get that dust and dirt out, literally spray white. It, it genuinely couldn't be any easier. That's interesting, actually, because one of the conversations we have on my yard quite a lot is that a few of us have greys and we show. So a friend's got a beautiful Connemara, I've got a middleweight hunter, they're grey. And then I've got friends with the coloured and then I've got other friends with chestnuts and bays. I had chestnuts and bays for many years and I was quite smug about the fact I didn't have to wash them as often as the greys. But now Karma has come and bitten me for that one. And um, and we keep saying, but surely they must have those same states. They must be laid in it. They must have it. You just don't see it as much. But it must be in the coat and things, surely. So, yeah, so you're absolutely. saying treat them the same then, basically. Yeah. I mean, if my when he he's not rugged at night. But when I come to him in the morning, you know, he's still full of, all right, you don't see it because you don't see the colour, but it's still there. And I know it's still there. Um, you know, and everyone at my yard sometimes thinks that I'm crazy because, I mean, he's got feather. And in the winter, 
I look after that like you've never seen. But again, that goes down to preparation. You've, you've got to keep on top of it. But if you've got a black or a bay, they're still lying in it. It's still there. You just don't see it the same. The thing with the easy out as well is it's, it's got the optical brightness. So once you've done that, they look super, super shiny. So I just I've got a bit of a, you know, got to look shiny all the time. <laughs> that is one thing I really miss. I mean, you do get a yeah. bit of a shine with a grey, but it's not quite the same as something that glistens as, as my bay was. So there's, there's definitely a theme here occurring in life, in business, in horses, that in everything, is if you want it shiny on the surface, you've got to keep doing the legwork behind it, really, day by day, bit by bit. So what would you say then is your kind of no days the same? But what's yeah. your kind of like bits that you religiously make sure you're doing or you you cut them down into bits or you do them bit by bit in a business sense to, that keeps the main hub and, and your Shapley stuff going so well, just like you would for a horse? Um, I think for the business, I very much am aware of times of year and what would be going on for most questions. What would they be thinking about? This year is a bit different because obviously, like we've already said, things aren't as they usually would be. But I think I am conscious of where we are in the calendar and what would be going on. So, for example, normally we would be going, getting ready to go to the Royal International. So this week would be a week full of we can't wait to see you. Da, 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 you know, so there's none of that. So what I will do is I will put something together to talk to people about the fact that we're not there, but let's still do something. I posted a picture the other day because um, we sponsored the Arab Championship. And I just said, send me your pictures from, you know, the Royal International. And people love that and it just makes them feel good. Um, so that will kind of be me for a week. I'm very busy on social media talking about that. Um, then if there's an event coming up, I would normally talk about that event and what you might need. Um, I'm quite, I tend to not plan it and maybe that I should plan more than I do. Um, but I don't, ha like I know a lot of people will do content for a month. Um, I'd love to be able to do that, but I can't. I'm very much what's happening today, what we're talking about today. Or I might see something where a few people are talking about a particular product or an issue that they're having. That will then make me think, right, well, let's talk about this. But when we first go into like spring and you're thinking about the midges, I'll talk about Medicare, which is a medicated shampoo. Um, we do do show touch-up sprays, which are really popular with the eventers, you know, if the legs are marked. So we, if there was something going on, we'd talk about that. Um, the weather, you know, at the minute I look out and it's a really dullish cold day. So I'm thinking, are people going to be bathing? No, not really. I'll talk about easy out and why you should be using that because it's got to be relevant. If I start going on today about bath your horse in high shine and people are looking out thinking, oh, I'm not bathing in there. It's not relevant. You've got to keep it relevant. You've got to think about your audience, and and I don't, I, I don't, I don't plan, and, and that is, I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing because it's not. Um, I'm just being honest. I kind of go with the flow, and I'll find that my mind comes up with fifty million ideas, and then I'll go, oh, that's a good one. Right, we're doing that now, and then I'll just go with it. <laughs> So for you at the moment, though, there must be some planning involved in your business normally. I mean, OK, at the moment it's strange, but you have shows that you attend, you have things that you do. So there, there is planning. It's just perhaps not social media. Yeah. Well, at the minute, we would be planning, like I say, for, for the Royal International. Um, and then later through the year, we would have different um, marketing in different magazines and stuff that we would do. But again, if that if, if you're normally in a magazine and you're normally talking about, you know, show ring shine, this is what you want and there's no shows on, um, it does change. So, yeah, so it we would plan. So I tend to plan at the end of this year for next year. So I will know what magazines do I want to do? What products do I want to promote? You know, what time of year am I going to do that? So I do plan in that respect. But 
yeah, all that just went out the window this year, unfortunately. So it has been a little bit more, right, what should we do now, you know? And as shows pick up, again, you will move with that and you will think, right, okay, people now are thinking about going to shows, so what products do they need? You know, how can we help them? And I think that's the key thing this year, hasn't it, is we can plan as much as we want, but we've got to be able to be reactive if yeah, needed. Yeah, absolutely. And certainly at the moment, everything's changing so fast, isn't it? One minute we can't do something, the next minute you can. Possibly at some point we might not be able to again. We just don't know, do we? So it's having that ability to react, like you say, and yet in a normal sort of a, a normal year, the planning is actually really important. So what what are the main skills that you say you really bring to your business that that you would say are the key things that have kept you going over the years? Um, I think you've got to be really dedicated to what you're doing. You know, you're, you're going to do a lot of work. Um, you're going to work a lot of hours. You're going to have to put yourself, you know, through the pain. Um, I think stubbornness as well for me. I, I really, and I've said it a few times, but I am quite stubborn and I just refuse to, to give up. You've just got to keep going. You've got to have that tenacity to keep thinking. You know, you don't know what's around the corner. Like you said before, you could just be a step away from something huge. So if you're running your own business as an entrepreneur, you've got to be able to quit, quick to move. You know, things change. You've got to go with it. I think you've got to believe in yourself um I think that's really quite important because you will get tested and there will be times where you think can I do this um you, you know obviously you've got hard work you've got to work really hard you probably work harder than you would you know for somebody else because it is all down to you and, and you're kind of doing so many different things um whereas a big organization for my business there might be five people doing what I do um so you've got to be good at that and I think you've got to you know be able to prioritize yourself as well because there's so much that needs doing you know you've got your social media but then you, you know for me there's, there's a different side as well in that I have a trade side to my business so I've got the trade side and the consumer side so I need to make sure that everybody's happy and that the product is out there because it's all about the supply and demand, isn't it? So I need to make sure that there's products in the country and it's in the stores, because if I keep talking to somebody about MTG and there isn't any, what's the point in that? So, you know, you have got to have that element of making sure your supply chain works um, and you've just got to keep on it. You've just got to keep self-motivated, which can be hard. Um, but I think as entrepreneurs, I think... They've just got that spark, that's something that, you know, they just want to go out there and do it. And, and sometimes, you know, you've just got to try something and it might not work, but if you don't try it, so with the, the virtual show, you know, when I first decided to do it, I was like, oh, what if this falls flat on its face? What if no one wants to do it? What if, because it was get your horse ready, go and do a video. We were asking quite a lot of people and that could have, people could have gone, do you know what? I'd rather just send in a picture. So you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to take it on the chin. And if something doesn't work, for me, I want to know why. You know, why didn't that work? How can I do it differently? How can I do it better? How can I improve? What can I give back? You know, what do my customers want? Um, and you have to look after your customers. You, you, you absolutely have to because they are your business. You know, and I would like, I would like to think that if you asked you know, five customers of mine, random, whoever, you know, what do you think of the main hub? I'd like to think that they got the products on time. If they asked me a question, they were answered, you know, quickly. If they asked for advice, I gave it. Um, you've just got to be like the master of everything, which is hard. I'm not saying it's not. And you're not going to be, you know, there's the, the certain aspects in my business that I'm not so strong in. And hopefully one day I'll be able to employ somebody to do that. But you've just got determination, I think. Probably the, the, the one word I'd say is determination. You've just got to keep going. Keep going. Awesome. And so we know about your ambassador team, sponsored rider team around you. What, who is it that you draw upon or call upon or are you part of any groups or is there any way that you 
are able to draw on a team that maybe other entrepreneurs or anything like that, that where you get help, support or advice or anything like that from, that's not necessarily your guys in that respect. Do you, do you utilize that kind of thing or not really? Yeah, I, um, I, I guess Liam probably gets it quite a lot. I, I, you know, I do contact him quite a lot if I'm having a bit of a bad day. Um, my parents, you know, are, Without the support of them, none of this would have happened. I mean, I started in their garage um, three years ago with their absolute support. And at times where I felt I can't do this, this is too much for one person. It was my dad and my mum who were like, you've so got this, like you can so do it. Um, And that was really important to me. I recently won a um, six-week coaching course as well, which with uh, a lady who really inspires me. I've read a story um, and I just think I am so lucky to work with her. We're just starting now. So it'd be really interesting. Maybe at some point I could come back and tell you, you know, how that went. Um, We've had a phone conversation and she just got it. She just got me straight away. Um, and that was really important to me. Um, as far as groups and stuff are concerned, um, no, not really. I don't think so. Um, I think the other problem is sometimes with the equestrian world, it's quite small in some respects. Um, and I think I would quite like if I was going to join sort some sort of group, possibly where there was different businesses where you can draw on the experiences where they don't know anything about you know the horse world or that side of it um i think that's really important i've seen stuff on facebook and you know people setting up different groups and stuff which is just fabulous um because there is a lot of help out there but i think sometimes it's quite hard to access it as a small business because it can be quite expensive when I say expensive I'll rephrase that because it's worth it so I'm not saying it's a, it's value for money but when you've got so many you've got a pot of money and you need to make sure you you know spending it on what you need so unfortunately for anything for like that it's just not something I would be able to do but I think there's a lot of you know information out there that if you just go online you know you can draw up on that and books as well get reading you know just because I really do think if you get a good book some you know someone can recommend a book to you that they absolutely oh my god this will change your life and you read it and you'll go nah but then you can get a book that you read and something in it just and you just think right I am inspired you know, and I love nothing more than seeing other people who have started from nothing and grow there, whether it's equestrian or not, it doesn't really matter. But it just inspires me so much to see somebody go, do you know what, I'm going to do that. I mean, I gave up a really good job because I wanted to do this. Um, and I look at other people that have, have done the same and that have gone on you know, maybe further down their path than than I am with mine. And I just think, yeah, I'm just going to keep keep going, you know, keep reading them books, keep believing in yourself. Mindset, I hear it all the time. And it's something that, in fact, I'm going to buy a book on mindset because it, I do think it is about, you know, what you tell yourself. If you tell yourself, yes, I can do this, I'm going to do it, it's hard, I'm going to do it, you'll do it. If you sit there and go, oh, it's too hard, I can't do it, I can't go. And you're not going to do it. So you do have to have, I think, as an entrepreneur as well, you've got to be self-motivated. I think you, you need teams around you, and I'm very grateful for the people around me, but they can't make me get up and do what I need to do. You know, they can't make me at 10 o'clock at night when people are messaging me, you know, they can't help with that. You've just... You've just got to keep, yeah, I've said it a million times, but it's true. You've just got to keep going. You've got to believe in yourself and just think, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. And that's what I do. I literally sit there and go, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. You know, I'm carrying on. 
and here I am. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. If you want a really good mindset book, by the way, an incredible one is um, Mindset by Caroline yeah. Dweck. Fantastic. It's all about growth versus fixed. And although we hear about that in the sports world, growth versus fixed and things like that, actually in the business world, it's huge. And it, you've just described it perfectly, which is the growth mindset is what can I learn from this? What can I do about it? I'm OK about making mistakes. I'm going to learn something. I've got to keep going. I've got to try stuff. You never know. I've got to do this. Whereas a fixed mindset is all oh, that might be quite hard. I don't think I will. Yeah. You know, and that's the side of it. And, and being worried about mistakes or being worried about what people think or, you know, obviously, we, you know, in a business, you don't, you don't want to upset your customers. But equally, at the same time, sometimes you might need to try something new, like your virtual showing series. You know, you had to try that. And the yeah. feedback you got was fantastic. It could have not been like, yeah. you know, there's always that risk, isn't there? Absolutely. But it's about I'll give it a go and I'll see what feedback I get and things like that. So but that's a great book if you want one. Yes, I'd recommend that. For sure. And I think you can't, you know, we all can make excuses, can't we? And it's it's very easy to do. I mean, I'm a single mom. I gave it all up. I work hard. I'm proud of what I've done. I want my son to see what I've done. And I want him to grow up knowing and believing that, you know, you believe in something enough and you work hard enough. Don't they say that the harder you work, the luckier you get? I love that. So true. Yeah, it's a great phrase, that one. I really like that one. Yeah, yeah. And I think clearly there, right at the end, we found your passion and your mission, as much as it's about helping other people with their horses and all that kind of thing as well. For you, then, there, there's there's your drive. There's your reason. Is you, you know, your son, you want yeah. him to realise. And a lot of people don't realise that it could be something like that that really drives them on. And if they haven't got that, they need to go and find that real reason for making it work because yeah, that absolutely. will pull you through every single day won't it I and mean, you'll only be stubborn if you've got a reason to be stubborn yeah yeah so, yeah. Absolutely. so great so thank you so much deborah it's been absolutely fascinating hearing all about it and some hints and tips as well we'd like a little bit of that as well and <laughs> um so if anyone wants to contact you get hold of you or find out more about anything where do they get hold of you well, they can either go straight to, uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, just at the main hub. Um, if anyone wants to email me, it's just hello at the main hub.co.uk. But thank you very much for having me. I've, I've enjoyed it. You're welcome. See, there you go. It's, it was absolutely fine. Give it a go. <laughs> yeah. You'll never know. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Deborah. And um, hopefully um, see you out and about. Yeah, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you want to listen to more of them, then please do follow us in Apple, in Google and on Podbean. Hack Your Mindset with Jenny is the name of this podcast. So please do subscribe, follow us and we look forward to you listening into our next one. Bye, everyone. Who got this? You got this? You know you're going to rock this.